What up, what up? Good day, good afternoon, good evening, my people. It's Mr. Al Pete, co-founder of Mr. Peterson's Neighborhood and the NPN Network. They're all interchangeable. Thank you so much for subscribing, hitting play, commenting, and just supporting the movement. You know how it is when you're starting off with these things in the beginning, but you know what it is. Building but becoming. That's what we're about. So this go-round, we have an interview with Carjo Wims. He's from New Orleans. He's an artist, and he has an exhibit at Mocha Jacksonville called Making Great Lives Matter. So I had a chance to sit down with him, well, virtually sit down with him, and talk to him about his artwork that is a very powerful artwork. That's here in downtown Jacksonville. So I would like for everybody to go out and check it out. It will be here until March of 2021. So I want you to safely go down there and check it out. And we're planning something to where we can probably get a group of people to go and really like reflect on the work and really like take it in. So hope you enjoy the interview. Make sure you follow us, NPN Management, Twitter, Instagram, Mr. Peterson's Neighborhood group page on Facebook. All right, y'all. Enjoy the show. This is Mr. Al Pete. Thank y'all. Thank y'all so much for uh, listening and tuning in. Thank you for clicking the play button. It definitely it, it translates into a download to a stream, which makes me look a lot better. So thank y'all so much, man. Um, real quick, make sure you go to npn-lc.com to check out my podcast and everybody else that's on the podcast network. And for the people that already are tuned in, we greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. Um, also, make sure you follow NPN Management on Instagram and Twitter. So that's M as in Mary, P as in Paul, N as in Nancy Management. And you can follow me, Mr. Al Pete, as well. M-R-A-L-P-E-T-E. Instagram, Twitter, all the other good stuff. So we are here. We are here with the with the with the dope, dope, dope artist. I had a chance to go check out his uh his um his work. I was trying to find like a, a more extraordinary uh, <laughs> uh, word to say about his work, but I'm just going to call it work. But it's very extraordinary and it's definitely important to the times that we face here in America. And I think it's very great that uh, it's an honor that he has his his exhibit here in Jacksonville, Florida, um, and it's hosted at uh, Mocha Jacks. So we have Mr. Carl Jones Williams. How are you today? Good, sir. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, thanks for having me on. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be on and be able to talk a little bit about the work and me and, you know, just chop it up with you a little bit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So um, how how long were you here in Jacksonville? I, I know you was here prior to the holidays or whatever, but uh, how let's let's talk about the exhibit. How long did it does it take? And I'm going to be asking kind of like some general questions because yeah. uh, for the people that don't know about our and uh, the expressions of it, the different terminologies of it. So uh, yeah. forgive me if I if I ask a question about it. I just want my listeners to to know about it. So, but how long Absolutely. was the process of you uh, put it, you know getting this exhibit together? Good question. Um, I was asked about it. I want to say a little over a year and a half ago, and uh, started you know just really thinking about it a lot. And it just marinates and, and thinking about it. And I was going to do something about, you know, some of the times that we were living in and kind of dealing with this kind of white supremacist uh, world that we're living in. And But I, I was having a conversation with somebody and they, they mentioned the word decolonizing the mind. Mm. And, you know, that was an amazing term. I was like, wow, you know, and I'm interested in psychology. I'm interested in how people form their opinions and their their patterns and, and these kinds of ideas so that's where it started you know just thinking about it how how does one decolonize the mind 
and you start thinking about, well, that goes both ways, you know, that goes for perpetrators of white supremacy and, and the victims of it. So it, it, it turned into this thing about questions, like, you know, what kind of questions can you ask that could start to kind of unravel this kind of social con- construct that we're in? And then it became a thing about, well, how do you present that? You know, mm-hmm. so that's when, you know, kind of looking at the space and trying to figure out a format to to have that kind of conversation. And and ultimately, it, it was about having a conversation. You know, so basically, to answer your questions, about a year and a half to think about it. And I was in Jacksonville for about, I want to say two, just roughly two weeks two weeks and three days installing and, uh, you know, worked, working, I, I want to say maybe four months before the exhibition, just working like a, like a madman trying to get it done and trying to create videos and trying to get, it's just, it was so many moving parts, um, to try to get together. But, you know, of course this is, this is, uh, this is the work. So, but ultimately, yeah, it was about two and a half weeks to install. Okay. Yeah, um, it is definitely a, a good bit of moving parts in there. Um, <laughs> there are There is the, the color action of it. Definitely uh, vibrant, pops out to you in your face. So you add the color aspect of it. And then you have uh, visuals, which you use uh, uh, monitors or TVs that was uh, right. exhibiting some of the you know unfortunate uh, situations that that have happened to uh you know you know black people right. um and then you have like uh you have like objects that is all mm-hmm. intertwined into it is this is is this uh one style that you have for all of your all of your work I, i've looked i looked at your website it you you don't because i i, I see <laughs> but i just wanted to explain it for the people or whatever because like I yeah. said, you had all these moving parts, and I know when I was there looking at it, I was just I was fixated on one part for about twenty minutes, and it was funny, you know. Shouts out to Nan. I was she was just talking, and I was hearing her talk, but I was just fixated on like the various movements of this this exhibit. Yeah, my work has a lot of of different. I, I guess formats, uh, and in this particular piece, is just kind of synthesized them all together. For a while, I was interested in in doing a lot of video work. I, you know, I've always been interested in video, um, filmmaking, uh, making music, making beats, and, and trying to combine all of these, you know, all of these things together. Um, so while I was trying to construct the work. I was trying to figure out the best way to tell this story and the idea of using those monitors. I also use a lot of found objects in my paintings. Um, the paintings are, you know, my work usually tells stories about just everyday black people, you know, people out the neighborhood, people around the corner, your moms, your dads looking through the photo album and really trying to elevate the spirit of humanity through through paintings like that. In this particular work, since it was so, I would say, politically charged, I just had to think about another approach to making it work. So I got inspired by looking at uh, the quilting traditions of, of Black people and 
looking at a lot of uh, African textiles and designs and thinking about how I, you know, thinking and also thinking about this idea of deconstructing the American flag and being able to like, re, you know, what does that look like? You know, if you can deconstruct the American flag and recreate it to something that you feel is actually more aligned with, with humanity. And that was the initial idea. But the more I, uh, I worked on the, the, the project and I started to think more about all of these symbols that uh, that represent white supremacy, that's so deeply connected to this narrative. And when I say narrative, I, I should say the story, the truth of the story. I was uh, while I was working on the piece, um, there was a book by Isabel Wilkinson called Cast. I think right now it's on the New York Times bestseller list. It's an amazing book and it was very informative and it just, it was really breaking down our American society into looking at it as an actual caste system. And a lot of people don't tend to think about race in that way, but it was an extremely informative and really well-written book. And it was really, really eye-opening. And it started to, I started to realize, and I, I had read this before, but, you know, it was, it was uh, brought out in a lot more detail how deep uh, America's connection to Nazism is. And that was kind of a, I guess it was way more eye-opening. And so I, and so I decided to look deeper at those symbols. And of course, you can trace those symbols back to ancient times. And one of the oldest places that you could find the Nazi swastika symbol is in Africa. And I just thought it was really, really poetic to be able to be like, you can deconstruct the American flag, or maybe we can deconstruct the meaning of these symbols and, and recreate it as uh, African, you know, African quilts and textiles. And for me, that was a very important way to kind of illustrate how black people have to navigate our society you know these uh power structures that we're, we're forced to navigate um for me it was a beautiful way to kind of illustrate that in an abstract way right yeah you did a great job with that um so when it comes to art um yeah. <laughs> abstract is such a i know uh, uh being around people when they hear the word abstract, they 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 go into this mindset of like, oh, you know, it's like all these extra thoughts and yeah. you know uh, philosophies yeah. and <laughs> all this other stuff. When yeah. and and for me, like I I grew up uh, drawing, and I and I'm sure I can okay. pick up a pencil and still draw. So I understand yeah. some of the formalities when it comes to being you know a. Uh, uh, visual artist i mean I, i'm a hip-hop artist yeah. as well dj oh, and really? all that stuff yeah so i understand oh, okay all the yeah i heard when you said beat making i'm like let me find let me go and find some beats that he done made let me check them out <laughs> <laughs> so i heard Dude, that. i got the computer on right now it's crazy oh okay <laughs> so yeah you got to give me the information i'm about to check that out but um but nevertheless when we hear you know when society here is like abstract especially coming from an african-american um person Male, female, yeah. it doesn't matter. It seems like it's this very complex thing. But yeah. to uh, to go back to your uh, your exhibit, 
um, making great lives matter. And even with the campaigns, you're saying make the dream real. And you're simply asking the question, what does the American dream, what makes it real? Or What does it mean to you? Yeah, what does it mean to you? So, And it's like you're simplifying that. So I think that's a that's very great that you can do that. Like as an artist, I think that's very uh, great to use those illustrations, installations, colors, and all that stuff, and be able to combine, put all that into like the narratives of of what African Americans go through, or even whatever subject, whatever said subject, and be right. able to simplify for people to look at it and really you know make them question their their theories about things and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So um. Let's speak on some of the um, the images the, uh, mm-hmm. that were on the TV. Yeah, let's 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 get into that. Like like, I, I understand your thought process, but let's 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 t- talk to the world. Okay. Well, it was important. I felt when we rank in a work like that, it's one of those things where I'm trying to create emotions, and I felt that. In a work like that, where I'm working with video, we've seen this kind of murder porn over and over and over again. But in just position to really having somebody talk to you and answer questions about America and asking deeper questions about what's your family's financial legacy in, in the United States. You ask a question like that, just suppose against the murder of George Floyd. This is the type of conversations that we need to have. And it was important to do it in the space, but um, I feel like it's worthy of bringing it outside the space. So at the at the maximum, uh, I, I would like uh, the hashtag campaign to really document the work. And, uh, oh, I should say at the minimum, but at the maximum to actually have people really engage these ideas really engage with uh, with trying to push humanity forward in a, in a better direction than than where we are. But and it's important for us to deal with with our stuff head on. It's part of the reason why we 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 keep having these reoccurring uh, things happening. It's, it's because you know the country does not face its its actual history. You know. Yeah, another another uh, book that I was uh, reading while I was working on it was a book called Learning from the German, which is something I recommend. And it's, it was really interesting because in Germany, they don't, it, you know, it's outlawed to have a swastika, you know, and here people, you know, we have to see it all the time. It's a part of a lot of the state flag. I do believe it's like that in Florida right now. So. It's, it's horrible, you know, that we're living with this type of legacy and we, we're holding on to it for dear life. But that legacy is against humanity. So it's like we really have to deal with it. And, and I think, you know, some of the events within the past few weeks, especially that whole riot at the, at the Capitol just shows what's really happening here. You know, it just kind of pulls the rug back and say, look, it's not all good here. We need to, we really, really got some work to do. Yeah. I totally, I totally agree on, on the fact that we don't, uh, well, we, they, it doesn't, you know, I mean, I'm putting the mirror on myself, but I feel like the mirror, 
I've said this a while ago with a lot of my friends and, and um, close uh, acquaintance. I was like, listen, this is the time to really put the mirror in our faces and really have these these conversations and, and yeah. be able to uh, speak these things, you know, speak these things and talk these things really out, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and really go head on with it. So I totally agree with your, uh, with your method on that. Yeah, and we got to figure out, uh, yeah, we definitely have to, to move forward in a, in a better way um, because things feel so completely unbalanced. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a lot to it. You know, we're talking about algorithms. That's a whole nother subject, you know? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> so, but yeah, we have to figure out a way to, to actually be fully human, human beings. And how can we do that when we're allowing this kind of stuff to happen and go on, you know? So that's something that we all have to, really look at and uh, i guess you know you know we really have to move forward yeah yeah now when you're saying allowing the um i say yeah when you said allowing that's that 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 gets my mind to moving a little bit but i well i guess i would answer my own question because i feel like artists artists like you artists like us and, and a couple other people that's our that's kind of our duty to to educate these people or even open up the dialogue, correct? Yeah, I okay. I, I feel bad about myself, no no doubt about that. Okay, cool. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. That's t- that takes a lot of that takes a lot of uh, a lot of courage. Um you know, I I know at this period of time in life it's to me I feel like it's a little bit easier to be be self-expressive about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Because I because I mean I I couldn't imagine my grandparents you know what I'm saying or my mom or, or her you know her generation being able to have the liberty to to speak and be expressive like how we have that that role of doing now so yeah well I mean they they had their, their isms and schisms back in the days and we got ours in these times you know yeah you're right so. you're right you're right you're right fair enough fair enough yeah I mean, we. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think, you know, they, they probably couldn't get away with, we probably couldn't get away with some of this stuff back in those times, but. Oh, we couldn't, we, now we couldn't run up in no capital now, that way. <laughs> oh, no, indeed, no. No, indeed. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> God, yeah, but I mean, I mean, a little bit of that, a little bit of that hope, I think my, my, even when I look at your, your work, the word that comes in my head is hope. You know what I'm saying? And um, I, well, that's good. I'm really big on, on on hope right now. And I'm like, this is a great exhibition about, you know, that gives me hope. And you know what I'm saying? Because I'd be wanting to have these conversations. I want you know people to really understand what's going on. And yeah, so I, I'm 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 yeah I'm, I'm all about that hope and you know being able to express it like that. Absolutely. Well, yeah, we have to we have to believe that things can be better, you know, and things do get better incrementally. But, you know, but there's still an uh, interesting way where uh, hatred and oppression, white supremacy will continue to morph as time changes, as technology changes, as things change, you know the versions of it change, you know? So it's one of those things where we have to be hypervigilant to like basically stop it at all costs, you know, because it's causing lives, 
to end <laughs> mm-hmm. unnecessarily and unfairly and unjustly. So, yeah. But yeah, it's the type of thing where okay, if it's not Jim Crow, it's going to be something else. You know? right. So, but yeah, I, I absolutely. I think the, you know the work. The work is about hope. It's about us actually coming together, having these conversations, and hoping that we can actually foster these ideas that we're we're going to change the tide of this. We're going to make this a better world for our children's children, you know? And that's what we're supposed to be doing, you know? I mean, civilized human beings should do that, right? Trying to create a world for our children's children's children. You know, we have to think generations ahead, you know? We have to do that. That's, you know, that's how we should be functioning, you know? I agree. I totally agree. And also the work is about trying to create some some empathy as well, right? You know, we, we're trying to also create some empathy where, you know, we can hear each other talking. We can exchange ideas. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, actually have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah, you do a great job with that when um, when you included uh, a lot of the Jacksonville, some of the Jacksonville's artists. And they, were, yeah. they answered that question. Uh, it definitely... Uh, gives a space for people to share their their perspectives and you know with the hopes of being empathetic you know what i'm saying and yeah you know what i'm saying and and, and, may, and maybe uh inflicting a, a an emotion from somebody that wouldn't possibly w- w- wouldn't even think about that yeah. yeah yeah well i appreciate everybody who was involved that was just that was awesome you know, yeah, um, them some good people, man. That's a good tribe of people, and I, I mean, they, they in the tribe, they in the culture, and, and they, they have their own individual work that they do and collectively. So it's definitely an addition to what you got going on. And shout out to Shawana Brooks, like she really, um, she came through for me. I, I had some, some isms and schisms going on. That's yeah. all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah. I was. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand, and and I was, I was under, I understand, and I was, uh, you know, I I was informed on that. But you know, for me being a, a worker, a producer, Mm -hmm. whatever, I, 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 I pride on uh, on the pivot mode. You know what I'm saying? So you have to pivot. You have to pivot. And thank goodness, Shawana came through on 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 the pivot, and she's very great at that, man. And she's very great at being resourceful. And really understanding the calls and the message that you were, that you and everybody else is trying to push out. Yeah, it was it was beautiful, man. It was beautiful. So, mm-hmm. you know, shout out to her, man. And, uh, you know, and Roosevelt too. Yeah, he was. Good. You know, we wound up kicking it for a little minute when I did get a chance to breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause yeah, I was I was grinding, man. When I got down there, I was just straight grinding from basically from the time I got there. Just about till it was time to leave, you dig? So, mm-hmm. gotcha, cool. So let's speak on some, uh, you know, some, some stuff about you. Uh, New Orleans, New Orleans yeah. based. So, uh, are you, are you born and raised there, or you? Or that's where most of your life has been. Yeah, born and raised. Born and raised. I have yet to get to New Orleans, man. Everybody tell me I need to get there. I'm. That's gonna, you know, whenever, whenever I can, tr- we can travel <laughs> again. I need to make it one of my spots. Yeah, yeah, come on through, man. It's a fun, it's a fun, fun town, you know. Yeah, New Orleans is a, uh, yeah, it's an interesting spot, you know. I'm a uptown dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, got me a little studio uh, of Chapatulas. So, 
yeah you know yeah so uh, that so, like so new orleans <laughs> basically uh but not basically but new orleans molded the, the artist that mm. you are right i mean i would think so new orleans seems so so much of you know our culture you know what i'm saying the 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 West Africans, the Indians, you know, Indies, all that stuff, like, all, like right. this, this gumbo, you know, of, of yeah. culture. So, uh, would you, yeah. would you, you, would you think, would you say that New Orleans definitely gave you the base? And then I see that you went to Atlanta, so uh, that that added to it. Yeah, New, I believe New Orleans does does feed my creativity ever since I was a little boy. You know, it's part of the music component. It's part of, yeah, I, I do believe it's part of the the way I kind of view the world, you know, through all the senses, I'm always interested in jumping into another thing, you know, something that's different. And New Orleans has a very, very rich culture, very kind of Caribbean culture. So, and if you're an artist, a visual artist, a musician or anything like that, you're in the heart of that. It's hard not to be influenced by it because the amount of creativity that goes on in this city is kind of overwhelming, especially during the Mardi Gras season. Mm. You see a lot of people creating things. <laughs> you know, they're, they're creating everything, you know, from their own costumes to, you know, the Mardi Gras Indians. They got new suits. They, you know, you got the floats. You got people, bikes, making bikes and carts and all kinds of stuff. Man. Mm. So, Man, I'm not gonna lie. There's been times I've gotten ideas from, from floats. Just looking at Mardi Gras floats, you know, going to parades and, and looking at the artistry of the floats. I've gotten ideas just thinking about how. Oh, wow, that's interesting. Look how they did that. So that the musical culture is extremely. I would say it's intense in a sense because you know they have second lines on on Sunday. You know, I used to really, really do that you know, on a regular, but I, I don't do it so much anymore. I'm like really busy, and when I get out there, I, I would wind up drinking one too many, and I'll be done for the I'll be done for the day. <laughs> the, the breather—that's yeah. what the breather is. That's the real breather, right there. You know. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, but it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, you know. A kind of funky old town, but it's got a lot of good energy and just a cool place to come. And if you come, just hit me up, you know, I'll show you around. Yeah, definitely, man. That, that'd be an honor. That'd be an honor. One, one day when I get out there and I uh, check it out open that, so. Yes, indeed. Yeah, so um, I see you've done some 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 great work, man, some um, some exhibits. Um, you've done some work in, in Mississippi. Um, with the, 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 I don't want to pronounce it wrong, George Orr. Oh yeah, the George George Orr Museum of Art. Yeah, you yeah. did the. Uh, I heard about the Crystal Bridges uh, uh, exhibit, the, and that was in. Um, I'm not sure exactly what that was, but that's Crystal Bridge State of Art Discovery exhibit. Yeah, it's in uh, Bentonville, Arkansas. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was an interesting exhibition I was in. Uh, I think it was the the first iteration of it, but um, what they were doing was they went around the country. And visited, I want to say, a hundred something, 120, 30 artist studios or something like that. They visited these two curators and they recorded it. Like they had a camera and they had a camera, you know, and they recorded it. 
And then they had this big exhibition at this beautiful museum. It's a beautiful museum in the, in the, in the middle of Bentonville, Arkansas. And, uh, and so, yeah, it turned out to be a really kind of a big deal, you know? And uh, I had some work featured and then the uh, exhibition traveled. And quite a few times my work was featured as the, uh, you know how you have to go into a museum to show like the big banner of the work in front. Yeah, my work was featured a couple of times. So that was exciting. And then after that, they actually did a documentary that aired on PBS a few years back. And I was featured in that. So, yeah, they had come to New Orleans a few times and shot me in the studio, rolling through rolling through the hood on my bike, you know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and they, they kind of followed me around, followed me to the second line, you know. <laughs> when was it? Was this uh? Is this online? Uh, I can check. Well, I'm sure. It's online, you know, so. that's a good question. I, I, that's a good question. I, I only saw it one time, and it was like when they did the big premiere. They asked me to come down, and uh, you know, I sat on stage and asked answered some questions, and I watched it in the audience, <laughs> and I haven't seen it since. But it's on. It's online, and uh, I also believe that there's a video that they sell on ebay or or um was it amazon so it's called uh, discovering american art okay i definitely uh well i find it in uh for the you know for the listeners i put the, the link in the in the show notes so i can check it out man i'll definitely love to watch that for sure yeah it's a cool it's a it's a really uh really cool documentary um it just kind of shows that uh you know there's people all over the world you know, in their studios, quietly making art. <laughs> you just never know what's going on. Yeah. You know, they follow people all the way out in the middle of the sticks, you know, and they were like, you know, doing these amazing pieces, but they're like away from the world. Really interesting, you know. Meanwhile, I'm in the middle of this urban environment, just soaking it up every day. So, yeah. So, it's interesting how artists work, you know. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, you definitely. Uh, uh, even with just the work that I, that, you know, I had a chance to go on your website, which my people's, please definitely go to uh, Carl jo- CarlJoeWilms.com and check out his work. He has a uh, a lot of pictures on there, a lot of exhibits. Of he, you know, his bio is definitely on there. Got some videos and everything, so please go check it out. But when I was looking at it, I was looking at that work and just like. Man, yeah, this is some incredible work. <laughs> Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, and and again, like I said, it's an honor that to, to have your work here in our in our city in Jacksonville. Um, definitely, uh, definitely appropriate for for, <laughs> for the times and what's going on right now. And so, yeah, right after it opened up, I heard about somebody getting shot thirty three times, and I, it, it kind of blew my mind. It's like. How do you justify shooting somebody thirty three times? Was it thirty three times? Was that the truth of the of the matter? Um, I'm, I would have to like research the story and see, but I okay. mean, I, you know, it, 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 this happens so much to where right. if, if 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 you told me fifty times, I would have been like, okay, well, it, this is, <laughs> yeah. it makes yeah. sense. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, unfortunately, right. but I mean, it happens so much to where we're just like, yeah, it, it sounds sound about right. So. Well, you know, it's interesting. I was walking down the street in Jacksonville on the way to the museum one morning, and I seen a dude get hacked up by the police. It's oh, crazy. Wow. 
yeah, like I was just, just you know, innocent bystand. I'm trying to get to the museum, trying to put the finishing touches on this piece. And it was like eight cops for one dude. And he was yelling, talking about my, my dad is a sheriff. And why are you handling me like this? And I'm just like, see that? Wow. <laughs> look, at, look at this, man. Yo, it, uh, something funny that I saw on uh, Twitter today, uh, the, the sheriff's office posted, they, they said, uh, I think it was like you have more of a chance to die in a traffic, in a traffic crash than getting murdered. And I was like, I was like, well, what in the world was they thinking when they even said that? Like, it just didn't make any sense. Like that, it, it, that did not go together at all. And it's like, <laughs> listen, we have these these uncontrolled murders here, and you talking about you know traffic, you know traffic crashes or whatever. And I just thought that was very, I don't know. I just, yeah. I, I just thought that wasn't cool. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> Yeah, and these are the, but these are the these are the issues that we that we deal with in Jacksonville, and I'm sure it's the same type of energy in in, in New Orleans. So, yeah, it's 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 there. It's it's just interesting because I noticed that you do have a lot more police murders there than we have here. You know, it was kind of off off the charts uh, when I got there. What I was seeing, I was just like, whoa, <laughs> you know, I don't hear like it happens here, no doubt. But um, I visited the wall with, it was a mural. And I visited with Shawana and, uh, and saw a mural that was dedicated to a lot of the people who had been murdered in Jacksonville. And, and it's difficult because they keep having to add people. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and uh, Jordan, Jordan Davis was on him. And um, yeah, it was, it was pretty intense. Yeah, it was. I mean, and and that that building, and I'm I'm sure you're talking about the building with uh for Color Jacks Blue. That was an organization. Yes. Was here. Yeah. So that yes. wall, that wall is big too, and and it's it's people on there that spread it out. So yeah, it's it's yeah. it's it's very unfortunate, man. And um, you know, it's an issue that you know what I don't even think when it comes to the Jordan Davis situation, I don't even think people processed or even talked about that as much as they yeah. should have. You know what I'm saying? Because that really mm-hmm. like that. That still touches me to this day. That and Trayvon Martin, no, just you know, all right, the other ones. Right. All the other ones are important, but like mm-hmm. that Jordan J- Davis situation for it to happen in my backyard, I was just it really just, you know, it brought another type of feeling, and you know, and it was bigger mm-hmm. than my my initial feelings. I'm thinking like, you know, this is a cultural type of uh, mishap, you know, what I'm saying or, you yeah. know, city mishap. Yeah, it it was it was crazy. And, and yeah, I saw the dude on the interview, and just the way he was talking, it was almost like he just kind of knew he could just say certain things, and everybody he would get this kind of a pass. Mm-hmm. It's just like, nah, nah, buddy, can't kick it like that. And so, but um, yeah, unfortunately, it seems like uh, there's a, there's a lot more that going on in Jacksonville. So, yeah, yeah. Well, we um. It is, but you know, we have, like I said, we have a tribe here that's really uh, working to working to change things. Yeah, yeah, that that much I, I do know and I see, and you know, so you got to keep keep working on it. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, yeah man, yeah. So, but um, yeah, let's go ahead and, and wrap this thing up because listen, I don't want to take uh, to my listeners. He has a breather right now as an artist. 
as an artist <laughs> having a breather that is very very important to us so i'm not gonna hold this brother <laughs> any much longer this is the time where you guys go and do your work you go to his website which is carjoneswilliams.com you are you on uh you're on instagram uh i, I assume correct yeah yeah i'm on instagram um yeah, it's carljoewilliams.com. On Instagram, it's carl.joe.williams. Okay. I'm pretty. It, it just usually come, comes up. Uh, and Facebook is Carl Joe Williams, and Twitter is Carl Joe Williams. Okay. It's all the, all the same. Good, you know good, I mean? good. Because you know everybody be everybody be having those different names. I'm like, man, we can't keep up with it. Right, <laughs> right, right. My name is pretty, that's pretty, pretty consistent. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, can... um, so with that being said, that you, you know that you gave your Instagrams or whatever, we want to close out with the, the the hashtag campaign, make the dream real. So the question is, what does the American dream mean to you? So this right. is a, a a project that we're going to be running. Are we going to run this all the way until the exhibit ends, uh, March twenty first? I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking so. Yeah, I'm thinking so. But yeah, the hashtag campaign. When we were trying to come up with the questions. Initially, this was something that went with the students at uh, uh, Douglas Anderson High School, but for, for different reasons, it didn't work out, right? So the idea was that we could have these questions and, you know, other people can actually engage in the questions as well, because, yeah, it's great for these questions to be in the, in the comfort of the gallery space. But the real world, uh, and I like to create work that that's actually tangible and actually is uh, more forward moving in terms of creating change. So you know, however, it's it's a whole nother animal, right? Because I'm I'm not a social media type of person. So it's something I'm actually learning. So I would like people to be involved in it in any way that they could, you know, in terms of engaging with these questions. So I'm asking people to do their own video and answer these questions and um, and post them and and use the hashtag make it make the dream real. And that way we could continue this conversation moving forward. And, uh, you know, we can all kind of engage around some of these some of these questions and some of these ideas about how we can make a better world, how we can make a better country, you know, so. That's what I would like people to do to make their own videos and answer some of these questions. And uh, one of those questions is, um, how is your your family's financial legacy? That was one of the questions. Uh, another one was, what does the American dream mean to you? That's one of the questions. It was a few questions, and they all don't come to mind right now. <laughs> be honest with you, but uh, shouts out to Nan. She's already, oh, she, yeah, yeah, she's already hooked me up with it. She's hooked me up with everything, oh. so we good. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, cool, cool. So cool. no, no, no more work on you, good sir. This is where this, okay. is, this is where we this is where MPN comes in and we and we push the narrative out to everybody else or whatever. So, oh, all right, awesome, awesome. Because it's the idea was you know was it sh I knew that at some point I would probably want these videos online, if nothing less to document the videos themselves. But it made sense to actually have people engaging with these questions outside of the gallery space. So that's really important. And um, I feel like those people who want to, you know, be poets, you know, you can create a poem to the, you know, to these questions. It's a, a lot of different approaches that we can, that we can take. But 
it's important that we keep engaging this in this conversation and keep moving this, you know, moving our history forward in a positive way. So yeah, so yeah, that's the reason why it's it's really important to get the to to get those questions outside of the gallery. <laughs> so that's the reason why I thought in this kind of world with social media and how things are so accessible that it only made sense to try to do that. That's you know, I think we can yeah. It's important. No, it's definitely important. Yeah. And um, you know, um, I'm going to do my best to make sure that that we we rep that and and, and get the word out and you yeah, know, um, yeah, just and get people down there to really, you know, look at the work look at the work that you've done and really uh, yeah. appreciate it and really like, you know, acknowledge it. <laughs> um mm-hmm. thank yeah. ask questions. Um have conversations right. we're, we're working we're working um something out uh me and then we're working something out the way i'm gonna get a group of people and we're gonna go down there and we're gonna like uh you know like, look awesome. at it and, and really observe it and maybe have somebody do some type of narration to it or whatever i don't know but as soon as we get that together we'll definitely let you know and in the we'll, yeah do that i'll keep you posted on the results man I, I know that's important for you know for artists to know that people are really appreciating the work and really understanding it and even if, if anybody have any like direct questions maybe they can bring them to you and we can we can have a sit down or something like that yeah yeah i'm i'm, I'm accessible so you just hit me up and uh you know we can go from there i'll be happy to answer any questions um anything i can do to, to enhance the experience of the work or enhance the understanding or illuminate something about something that someone might be confused about i'm happy to you know step in so just keep me posted yes sir yes sir well thank you again sir for uh taking your time out to uh interview um what to, to be on the podcast we, we we greatly appreciate it again the work is of uh, uh very great extraordinary thank you for blessing jacksonville you, florida with this work so um thank you bro Appreciate make sure it. to my people make sure if you want to see the exhibit well i i recommend you go see the exhibit please go to uh to mocha jacks and it's at it's downtown jacksonville for sure but it's 333 north laura street jacksonville florida 32222 it's right next to the library to the to the main library downtown um the hours it opens up at 11 so uh you can go there check it out take take a few people down there and i mean of course be safe uh with the mm-hmm. with the covid being rampant or whatever please be safe yeah. but it definitely is wear your mask <laughs> yeah wear your mask and um i don't think they're gonna let you in there if you don't have a mask yeah so, yeah, yeah. yeah they're gonna ask you where so mm-hmm. yeah, be so, safe everybody <laughs> yes definitely so but definitely go uh down there to check it out um please yeah. go and look at his work um like i said you can follow on facebook instagram twitter and all that good stuff and yeah man um oh real quick shouts out to that write-up on in forbes magazine they, you know they, they shouted you out that was, oh, that was yeah. great yeah that was that was that took me by surprise that took me by surprise i was like really wow all right <laughs> and dude did a did a uh awesome video like he really kind of he broke it down really really succinctly like he just took the video he said what the work was about and it was yeah i think it was like maybe three minute video of it but it was it was on point i was happy though i was really really happy about uh about that and the guy's cool you know he, no, we talked on uh, Instagram, so he, cool, cool dude. Who knew he was like a writer for Forbes? Yeah. Um, and and he uh, he went through Jacksonville and he, he talked about a, a number of other artists in, in uh, Jacksonville. So 
I was happy. I was happy I was one of them. I was happy I was showing there at the time. So, yeah, worked out. Very good, very good, very good. All right, my people, we are at the end. Thank you so much for listening. Um, make, please, again, make sure you follow MPM Management, M as in Mayor, P as in Paul, N as in Nancy Management. And make sure you follow me, Mr. Al Pete, on everything. It's M-R-A-L-P-E-T-E and all that other good stuff. Um, we will see you guys on the next episode. All right. <laughs>